Hey guys, it's Jonathan from the Howard Hospitality Group. Welcome to another Meet the Industry. Today I'm super excited because I got to meet this lady last year at MBVA and fell in love with her and I got to hang out with her again this year. Tonight I have with me Jennifer from Genven and she is with me tonight and we're going to talk about her story and some of her ideas on what's going on in the industry. So welcome to Meet the Industry. Thank you for having me. No problem. So usually I kind of do some funny questions and then I do some serious questions. And so I usually always break the ice because we're all kind of amusement video game people in this industry. And so the first question I always ask everybody is what was your favorite or what is your favorite video game of all time or amusement game and why? So my favorite video game of all time is probably Crash Bandicoot. Ooh. Uh, from PlayStation. Um, we had a Sega originally, and I really liked uh, Sonic, but I have to say I beat Crash Bandicoot, and I just, I don't know, I just have a, it has a, holds a special place because I did beat it. Yeah, and it's one of those games that, like, I mean, you can you can play it again, and you find more stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can go through, and there's stuff you missed. But I played every single one of those. So there, if there one came out, I, mean, I love that game. And I think it's the comedy of it because it was like yeah. very lighthearted and goofy and the animations in between and stuff made it fun. And it wasn't, even though it was like a platforming style and it was also cool because you were behind them, which was kind of neat, but it was still 360. But it wasn't boring. Like it never was boring. There was always something going on or a funny character doing something funny. Yeah, so I, I love how, that. Like weird he was. was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the weird noises. <laughs> right? The sound effects yeah. Yeah, are always really good. True. Yeah. So tell us your story about how you got started. So my story starts before I was even born. Um, my dad and my grandpa. Both have been in this industry for, uh, well, my dad since the 60s um, and my grandpa around the same time. They they kind of got into it together. Um, when my dad was in college, um, he bought a few locations or a few machines and put them out. And then he bought more routes. And my grandpa and grandma were retired at the time. And so they got like... A pretty big route and they just they they did it for fun and um they did like penny gumballs and um they had lots of like fraternities and sororities at oregon and oregon state that they would go put machines at and That's smart. they used to tell lots of stories about it um <laughs> but i grew up like with the spray bottle of cleaner and the towels and that was my job pretty much like when I could walk around and do stuff, I was pretty like wanting to be involved. Um, but my mom would go around in service with me strapped to her chest. Um, and so it's kind of like a family affair. And then uh, my dad has been doing it this whole time, but I kind of didn't do much with it in high school um, and then went off to college and then came back and I had little odd end jobs and uh, was helping him uh, with his route and found out that I was better at fixing machines than he was. <laughs> and um, and 
so that's just kind of how it started. I bought my first spiral, um, and then I just kept buying more and more equipment. Um, and then in my area, a couple people were going, um, trying to retire. And so I bought their routes and I learned a lot from them. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how my story started was, um, right after college, getting back into it. I didn't think that that was, I wanted to work for major league baseball or, um, in marketing in the sports, um, kind of atmosphere. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my background on vending. I'm, I'm mostly a bulk vendor. That probably should be, I have, I do have about 30 cranes. Um, but the majority of my route is toys. I really try to get away from candy, but it's toys and stickers, um, one inch and two inch capsules. Nice. And lots of gum. Lots of gum. <laughs> yeah, lots of gum. By the palate of gum. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, and I'm not a, so it's funny because my dad did a lot of candy and I do not like candy. And it's probably because I've been around candy so much, but it just, it's not my thing. I don't like it. And so I, that's, I, it's not a part of vending that I like. We were talking because we, you know, we we got some candy machines too, and that was kind of the first. We we started with full line, but then we got into to bull because it was cheap. You know, it was inexpensive to get in, and so we bought a bunch of those three, three bay, um, you know, candy machines from candy yeah, machines like and triple heads. Yeah, the triple heads, and and um, <clears throat> Amelia really liked it because she she didn't have to go check it very much. You know, we just go like once every three weeks or so. Yes. Um. But we were just talking about maybe, you know, switching that up and doing little toys and stuff instead of candy, just because we thought we'd go through the candy a lot quicker than we do, but we don't. It still makes good money, but the candy's in there a long time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and it's a, it's not a very long shelf life, and uh, the price of candy is just, it's getting gross. It's like a container of M&Ms now is like, I don't know, 15.99. Yep. yep. And we just bought some. Yeah, and back like four years ago it was 9.99. Yeah. It's but, crazy. Or 7.99, but even before that. But um, yeah, so it's not my my favorite thing to do. So do you like doing the cranes more than you like doing the bulk? Uh, I like both. I would say that I'm getting pushed more to the cranes because that's the direction of where our industry is headed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I make just as much money off of my bulk as I do a crane. And I have a lot less issues with my bulk. And um, I think that parents see a, a like a real value in like giving their kids the quarters to get an item. And I, I see why people do a play every time because there is that value of a kid getting an item. Right. Um, although a lot of my cranes are not one every time. Um, yeah. But I, I do like, I really do like bulk and that's kind of where my heart's at, but I'm having fun with the cranes and like my seminar on, um, merchandising, that's really where I find the fun. And that's the whole thing with vending is I 
try to have it be fun every day. Otherwise, this industry would just annihilate you. Oh, yeah. And you really just have to find the fun. And so, like, I think you're going to ask me later about this, but, like, I love donuts. <laughs> and so, like, I I like putting stuff in machines that I think kids will like and what I think is cool. Or I like the idea of finding the next trend. So, like, yeah. that's something that gets me excited about vending. Well, and, and you and I talk all the time, and that was the thing we were talking about the other day with that new chainsaw, um, you know, plush that's coming out and that show that's on Netflix. And we're like, that's going to be it. You know, that's like the new thing. And we're all excited about it. And I think that that's, that's something that Amelia is really good at, too. Like, she knows what kids like, you know. And so it's it's kind of like having an end for us because she already knows. She's like, oh, yeah, that's going to kill it. You know, I don't know those are going to do well. And. You know, well, and I was one. talking to a, a card shop owner last night, and he's like, yeah, that's like the hottest thing right now is the Chainsaw Man. And I had kind of mentioned it to him like a couple months ago, and he's like, yeah, we have we have a few things. And last night when we were servicing, <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you called it. Yeah, and we, and we both talked about it, and we we're like, oh, that's it, you know. And then I, and I didn't order any, and I shoot myself like daily for not ordering because I ordered that big order and I'm like, oh. yeah, so we're ordering some now, but it's like, we feel like we're almost too late, you know, like yeah. it's, it's trending right now. Yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping we don't miss out on it, but we did, we're, we are, we have it in our order that's coming up so we can get some cause it's, it just looks, I mean, it looks like it'll be popular. And I know the show, my, my oldest son, he's a big into anime and he's like, oh yeah, because that's it. That's, that's the thing. And, and Amelia says, I've seen it, but I didn't know what it was. So they already know that it's around, you know? I didn't so. even know what it was, but I was like, I'm, I'm starting to see all this stuff like out of China. That's like, it's got this little orange dude. And he's going <laughs> to, he's going to kill it. Literally. Yeah. It's yeah, pretty, cool. pretty cool. And it does. And I think that if you're not in this industry and having fun, then you got a problem. I mean, it's just, we went to our, one of our restaurants last, was last, yeah, it was last night actually. And, and we went to go fill her machines and check on him. And it's a big location for us. It does really well. And she's got a mini claw and in the new galaxy in there, she's got a Pokemon machine with Pokemon cards. And then she has a Pokeball machine. That's and, the Logan's, isn't it? Yeah, it's a Logan. And, and, and she, that place just kills it and we we sat there and that machine never was there was not kids at it that and it's a tuesday night the restaurant's packed of a tuesday night we're like what is going on and he's like it's like that all the time here and he's like your machines are so popular and like we just get so much joy out of watching people play and there's a little boy and like he was having trouble turning the pokeball machine you know so she ran over there and helped him turn it and you know, and, and it was just like, it's just, it's just fun. Like, it's just so much fun. And we have a blast and like Amelia loves, you know, the kids and if they don't win, she always gives them something. And at Logan's, they play it, you know, they use their tips and they go and they play the machine and win prizes. And then they put them up on the podium. And then if a kid doesn't win something, they give them one of their prizes that they won. And it's just a cool atmosphere and a lot of fun. And we just, I mean, you can't not have I mean, it's just, it, we're just so excited. We're excited about the fairs. We're excited about all the stuff we're doing. And I know you've got a large route all down one of the major freeways. And I know that, I mean, like, you must see all types of people playing your machines all the time. Like, it must be really cool. It, 
so it's a there's two sides to the coin so i love watching little kids get so excited and like and i and like i do the same thing when i see a little kid like struggling i like help them and I'm, and i also think it's so interesting that like little kids like they some of them have never been told what that is or they don't even know what it is but they want it and i think that is so awesome but i also have a hard time watching when kids kick stuff or uh mess with the machines so a lot of times if i do eat at the place i eat like so i can't watch it like Uh. i do like i do like watching it a little bit like my grandparents they used to talk about oh we we get a pizza and we just sit there and it's like our entertainment <laughs> for the night. We just like love watching all the little kids come play our machine and us making money as as we eat dinner. Um, so I I do appreciate that and I do love seeing little kids and uh, when they'll walk by and be like, oh, I want that, I want that. Like you're just like, yes, I picked out the right item. Like that was that was That's, what we were doing last night and we were all sitting at the table because we were only a couple couple areas over and we were watching the machine and that was the big thing of like we were kind of had a little competition going between the four of us of like what are they going to want you know like we because we picked out all these toys and we didn't know what was going to be popular and what was it and like they pulled it out and like and like you know one of the kids like sam my, my little oh, son like, he's like i told you dude I yeah you know and it's like he's like totally I love that. I'm like i go you're right you know i thought for sure it was gonna be the coin purse but you know and he's like no i knew they wanted that keychain he's like i could tell you it was gonna be that keychain. Like, it's just it's like so, pick your own it, adventure when you see someone yeah like, oh what's their life like what are they gonna what are they gonna choose but i get like and i'm a little kid at heart still i'm old but i i get so excited and, and like in my brain because i'm older like i'm thinking what are they gonna do with that when they leave you know what are they are the, how many other kids are they gonna see that keychain at school or whatever and they're like oh yeah i want the claw machine at logan's you know or whatever it is and it's like I remember how excited I was when I won little stuff like that when I was a kid and like I held on to it like I had it like on my dresser and you know what I mean like it was a big deal to me so that's kind of what goes through my head is like how excited is that kid and when he gets home is he just gonna throw it on the floor and leave it or is he gonna be like taking it you know what I mean attaching it to a backpack or like what's he gonna do with it you know and because some kids they just get something and they get it and they're excited for like five minutes and then they throw it on the floor and then it's over you know but a lot of kids like they get super excited so i don't know i remember distinctly like sixth grade i had like the homie hookup because my dad had all these toys and so like kids would bring stuff into class and i'd be like i have like a thousand of those sitting in the room like four doors down from my room like so um, or like those like glitter tattoo or those diamond tattoos that were yes. really popular then like um i i had those i i was the cool kid cuz i had all of the the stuff and yeah that it's pretty funny how like trends that are popular with that age group a lot of it is cultivated by vending and other things like it's it's this weird dichotomy of where is this trend starting and like has the trend passed and vending is still selling it and so you're get hitting those younger kids or are we selling it and then it's like making the round so there's there are the two types of trends and it's it's a pretty interesting 
um yeah i, I find that interesting with well remind me when i was a kid because like garbage pail kids were huge when i was a kid and they were sold only at one place in town it was one gas station that you could go to and they have garbage pail kids and then mad balls were really popular and they were only sold at this other place you could get in town which is like the liquor store had the mad balls you know and so like everybody so was like Huh? huh? What is that? I'll have oh, to look so it up. which one? The well, garbage pail kids or the, the, the? Well, both. I mean, the garbage pail kids kind of like, is it just like figurines of kids? No, so they were actually, I think Tops. Was it Tops that came out with the garbage pail kids? But they were like, it sold like baseball cards and okay. it was a packet and there was. I think it was like over a hundred something different garbage pail kids. And basically it was like. Sam, Sam, snotty Sam, and it was a picture of this kid with like droopy snot and like picking his nose, and there was a sticker, but you know you collected them like you would baseball cards, and and it came with gum, so it was a pack just like, and there was like five in a pack, and they were like you had to have them all, you know what I mean? It was like Pokemon, like you had to catch them all, and so you had to have the whole kit, and you wouldn't use your stickers until you had the whole set, and then you could actually start. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so like yeah, that was the like thing in schools. Can like, we bring I, that back? I feel like I would love easy. to. I, I don't. I, I wish they would come back because when I was a kid, they were huge. I mean, kids would. I mean, you go nothing. They sell for a lot right now. If you go on eBay, you can get the sets of them. And they'll still. Like, some people sell them in sealed packages and stuff, and they're worth money. But um, and then the Mad Balls were just rubber balls. They were you know inflatable rubber balls, but they were like, like. Like, like basically like little little um like monsters that had like their eyeballs hanging out and like whatever and they were like you know gross balls they were called mad yeah. balls and they were just and there was a bunch of those too so there was like i don't know how many mad balls and you had to have all the mad balls and those were popular when i was a kid too but but all these things like that is what it reminds me of but it's like i think of like the other day i had Basically, we got all those toys from from China that we ordered, and they all came, and we unwrapped them all. We laid them out on the garage, and then we separated them into boxes, you know. And so then the other night, I had Sam and Amelia go out and take and open up each box and grab, like, four or five handfuls of each thing and throw it in one tub. Or actually, two tubs and make a mix. So then they could just throw it in a bag and go out and fill the machines. So I go out there and they're on their phone and I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, you know, like you need to start doing and they're like, oh, we're selling some stuff. And I'm like, what? They're like, yeah, five bucks each. And they were selling the toys on their phones to their friends and they were taking pictures. And they're like, how many do you want? Like, you you know, and like Sam sold like $15 worth and Amelia sold like $10 worth of stuff to their friends. And I'm like, that's fine. I said, but you know, you, you get half and I get half and whatever, and we'll put it back into the business, but you get the rest. And they were selling it. I'm like, that's really cool. You know, like they've got that, that entrepreneur, like on their own, they figured out, well, that's awesome. Shoot, this stuff costs us 30 cents and I can sell it for five bucks and they would sell it, you know, or the kids could have a chance in the machine for a dollar. So like, yeah. they're like, I'd just rather buy it for five bucks, you know, so they were selling. Yeah. It. Uh, the king of doing that was, uh, he used to be, um, he's in Arizona, Dylan McDougal. He used to do that when fidgets were like the hot thing. He sold the heck out of um like in his machines but like he he knew about it way before they were even popular and so he was doing something similar he was still in school and so he he was selling them to all the kids at school for like five ten bucks and then 
you know, making all his money back on his shipment from China, like just on selling it to kids at school. So that's, that's so cool. They got that entrepreneur entrepreneurial uh, gene. I thought like, that was really cool. You. I was really proud of him. I'm like, I go, well, first I was kind of like, well, you think you would have asked me, you know, if it was okay. But <laughs> I was like, you're still making more money than we are on the machines, so it's fine, you know. But like, they were just selling it to all their friends. So I guess Sam had a girl that he's been talking to, you know, and so he was sending her pictures of the cute stuff. And she's like, oh, I want one of those, and I want one of these. And one of them was that little, the little Yoda that's actually behind you, right there on your shelf. I see him, the little, um, the little Grogu. Yeah. And um, she wanted one of those. She was all excited about it. And she's like, what else do you have? And he goes, a lot. You know, he just told me the story. And she's like, like how much? And he's like, a lot. And she's like, well, and she, and she's like, well, send me pictures. So I guess for like 30 minutes, he's out there like opening tubs and like taking pictures. And I'm like, and like, Amelia's like, I'm doing the same thing. Every time he opens a tub, I'm taking a picture. And I'm like, oh my God, you guys are so funny. So yeah, watch next. It's going to be Facebook Marketplace. I know. I couldn't believe it. So, but the thing was that made me feel really good is that we actually did pick good stuff. So, you know, you don't really know when you're ordering the stuff or like when it shows up, like how nice it is. Cause you only see pictures and, you know, on, on Alibaba or whatever, and even on, on um, all star, any of the websites, you just see a picture of it. And unless you're at the trade show or something like that, you don't really see it in person. And so, um, we're kind of ordering stuff blind and we actually did really well. Like we got some really good stuff. So I was, that, that made me feel pretty good. Like, I just got these in this week. Oh, those are reversible ones? Yeah. Show those, because I have not seen those before. Oh, my God. Those are so cool. So where did you get those? From uh, Alibaba. Okay. And those are a different vendor than Eva, so those are somebody else. And so I, I've never seen them. And I, I told David about them, and he flipped his lid, because he, he knows reversible, like, octopuses and stuff do really well right now. And so I've never seen reversal boba. That's super cool. And it cool. feels like a squishmallow. Oh, really? Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh, that's cool. I'm gonna have to get the, that vendor from you. I'll I'll put it in the I'll get it from you and I'll put it in the um, description for people that so they can find that vendor because I've never seen the reversal ones. Those are really cool. I got the okay. big ones too. Well, I got the well, it's like 11 inches. Ooh, cool. I had one in here earlier. From the same vendor? Same vendor? Yeah. It came in the same shipment. So that's the thing is that I, you know, a lot of people when we were at the NBBA and stuff, they were talking about, you know, don't order stuff from China and try to keep it in the States and stuff. And there's a lot of stuff that I order. Like I order a lot of stuff from every vendor and I do videos on it and stuff, not from them giving it to me to give away or anything like that. Like I pay for my stuff. It comes to our house and talk about it. But like, but like there's some stuff you just can't get, you know, that you that you or you can get a little bit cheaper. But I still try to spread the wealth. So I think as long as you're doing that, it's fine because you yeah. we're ordering stuff you can't. Well, that's that's been the only thing I've ever ordered from Alibaba. Yeah. Uh, but I just I, I've been wanting bubble tea forever <laughs> and I've been bugging my friend about getting some and. If you get a boba tea uh, so location, just, you're going to go absolutely nuts. Like they. Yeah, I've been like, trying. I have like three that I've talked to a couple times and they're like, well, we don't know. And I'm like, come on, just let's do it. You know, what? you take that stuff in there. 
Oh, I'm going to. Yeah, that's yeah. a great, I mean, to show them, like, this yeah. is the kind of stuff I can get and put in the machine to get people super excited, you know, and they'll be like, ooh, that's cool. So Yeah, and, and it I keeps can... bubble tea in people's minds, so, like, they have the toy. Oh, I want to go get bubble tea. Exactly, because it's sitting in their car, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'll it's actually send you. messaging. Yeah, now that I'm thinking, don't let me forget, but I'll send you some of the little ones that we got from Eva, too, so you can send, you can show them some of those, too, because those are really okay. cute. They have little legs and feet and Arms. Oh, I have, I got some. I got oh, some okay, from good. Amazon. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah those are, are some of them like bunny or like different animals too. No, but I've seen. So those. I got both. I got both in the this like big box. It was like forty pieces, and it was. Uh, some of them are like bears, and then other ones are just plain boba, at with the feet, and then Very some cool. of them have faces. Yeah, the ones we have, they all have faces, I'm pretty sure. Um, and they're like, you know, they'll be like squinting or yes, something like yes. that. <laughs> really cute. But I, I couldn't, nobody in the U.S. I've seen has the, the boba tea stuff. So I couldn't get it anywhere. So that's why we ordered it. And we're... I think we're L&R has some. Do they? Okay. Uh, but it's different. It. Uh, so I just, I wanted the reversible ones. Right. I'd never, I didn't even know they made those. So I, when you showed me those today, I was super excited. Or you told me about them. I hadn't seen them. Those are really cute. I got to show Amelia those. She'll go crazy. And then okay. I also really okay. like these. What are those? These are, um, I just got these in. Uh, they're about, I think these are the five and a half inch. They're like, they're oh, like yeah. a, a duck. But big, and um, they're from Rhode Island. Ooh, those are really cool. So, how much are those? Uh, I don't remember. I have to look. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I that's. I don't know. So you're putting um, those in, like your bigger cloth. Yeah. Okay. So and so I, I should have taken or I, I don't know how I would show a picture, but like yesterday I went and put some of those out. So I put a few of them in my. I have a claw that's. 30 inches and it's just like the regular size two inch ducks and then i have i do the small dogs as well they have a small version of this oh. and so i put those down below and then this crane has the shelf and oh, so yeah. i put some of the bigger ones that are in the crane behind it but i put these on the shelf just as a display or decoration oh that's cute um so those of you who don't know, when we were at MBVA, Jen did an amazing, like you're, I think that I learned <clears throat> out of all the seminars that I went to, I learned the most from yours. And you. she, she did a, I don't know if you're going to post it on your YouTube or not, or something like that, or if. We're working <clears throat> on getting it in the back end of the MBVA. Oh, great. So if people join the MBVA, they can see your seminar. Um, but she did one all on how to display your cranes, how to make, you know, to set them up, how to make them look good. It was, it was awesome. It was really cool. Yeah. She did a, Every year, every year my seminar is based on like kind of like i was talking about earlier i always try to try to uh, try to find the fun in vending or something that's like affecting my life like i did a seminar on cleaning when i bought a new route and everything was disgusting i had to clean it so i had to find the best ways to quickly clean stuff um and also uh refurbish machines and so i did one on that and then just every year it's different things that affect my life or Things that I learn, I go into deep dives on on information. It's kind of like back in college where you do like a your end of term, term paper. paper yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what my seminars are. 
Well, I wish you did some videos on your restorations because the restorations of machines that you do and stuff, I mean, they come out absolutely beautiful and they do not, when you get them, they don't even look close to what they end up looking yeah, like. So. A lot of them. And then in my warehouses, they start to get dusty and dirty and bad. And so even sitting in my warehouses, they have to be completely refinished. But I love, I, that's also a part of vending that I really enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You really like doing that stuff. Me. You're very crafty for sure. You got yeah. lots of skills. Well, I, I'm, uh, I studied graphic design, so I, I love design and I love the art aspect of it. My wife does too. Wife. She likes that kind of stuff. That's cool. Very cool. So tell us something personal about yourself that maybe your customers or people don't know. Um, so I put it right here so that I could show it, but I draw dogs. Oh, really? Oh, really? Whoa. So, um, wow. So this is actually a carving. Uh, really? It, it's a really? scratch bar carving. Uh, but, oh. and so this is my dog, Allie. Man. I, and so I do those. I have, um, some of them I do on my iPad and I draw, I like to draw dogs. It's like my jam. <laughs> um, but, and I even sell some of them. I have, I've been commissioned to do a couple. So like, that's something that. A lot of people don't know unless you I'm gonna have to my, tell my wife about that because we have a really Instagram. cute dog that definitely could we could use a little drawing of that would be really cool. I'm gonna have to tell that man, you've got some talent. That's really good. Thank Those you. scratch drawings are not easy to do either because I mean, once you no. scratch, that's it. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. If you yeah. if you uh, scratch in there, it's permanent. <laughs> it's yeah, I yeah. that's how my brain works. I can't draw in color or I can't use color. I have to be black and white. Um, because just that's how it works. Um, I mean, in school I did color stuff, but now it's like it's therapeutic, I guess. I'm just yeah. doing the dog scratch boarding or black and white. That's awesome. awesome. Well, I think the it seems like from what I've known of you, noticing now two years or year and a half or so, is that your brain's always working. So that may be a way for your brain to kind of decompress, you know, and get off of yeah. all that stress and. And all that. I have way too much going on. <laughs> yeah, you do. You've got a big route and a big business now, so it's pretty cool you took yeah, it over. And then I also we do fairs and festivals. My family does, and I get yanked into that. So we sell gourmet uh, chip dip, and so we have 200 flavors of chip dip that we sample and sell at fairs and festivals. Like last weekend, we were at a a seafood and uh, wine show at the beach. Oh man, that's rough. That's rough. That sounds nice. So it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Go three days of that and then the week of vending and then this next coming weekend we have another another uh event that I get to sell dip at. <laughs> um no. we're gonna learn about that really quick starting next week so we're doing 12 yes. fairs in a row and so we're we're gonna be feeling yeah i mean are you doing any of these um these chip and dip stuff are you doing any in california at all? or are you just staying up north no we only do it in oregon or only in oregon okay yeah we used to do nine fairs this year we're only doing four so it'll be nice i'm, I'm excited to only do four 
Yeah. But see, I, have a I do love feeling. bears. It's just. Mm. See, the kids are all excited, but I'm just wondering how they're excited they're going to be by, like, the fourth or fifth one. Like, they're probably going to be corned off down, you know? Definitely, <laughs> definitely burn out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, by, like, the third day of most fairs, you start talking, and you're just, like, doing your sales pitch. Like, nothing, nothing else comes out of your mouth. You're just, like, I was trying to order food, and I started, like, load up, you want to load a potato? Like... <laughs> Like, I don't know. I got nothing else. I don't even know what I'm ordering. I just, yeah, I'll just point. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> so what would you say is your biggest success and your biggest failure? So my biggest success is, um, I would say what I've contributed, I think, to the NDVA. Um, I also think that I have overcome a lot of obstacles with being a one-woman operation most times. My dad does help me, but he's getting, he's 72, so he's getting up there. Um, But he still, he's, he loves getting out there and working. But I would say that that's one of my biggest uh, triumphs is just how much I get done. Um, I know compared to a lot of other people, it might not seem a lot, but I really think that that's my biggest. And then one of my biggest missteps is getting involved with a management company and um, also biting off more than I could chew by buying uh, a route. So, like, it's better to have quality over quantity. Uh, and I learned that the hard way um, by just I bought out three different people pretty close together and it wasn't the best decision that I could have ever made. And yeah. I mean, I've I'm I've come out on the other side and I learned from it, um, but there's still there's still things that I deal with all the time from that basic that trauma, I guess, or that mistake. Yeah. So, well, I know on, on two on both of those, I know that you and I have had several conversations because you know Amelia, you know because of Amelia and because of the bending and because of that bending is is I don't want to say it's a man's world, but it's it's dominated by a lot of men. And so when you have a female that does things not only a lot of times better. But but as good as those guys, from yeah. what I've seen, yeah. I mean, you know, that's intimidating to them. And I know you get a lot of flack for it, but you're really good at what you do. And and I think that it is it's starting to change. I can see that there's a change there and I, and I can see the amount of respect that you've earned. But it's like it's almost like you had to work double. You know what I mean? And that's not really the way it should be. And, and, that, and I hope I mean, I hope, Amelia, because of you paving the way won't have to work as as hard as you did to get you know where you are but but we've had several conversations about that kind of stuff and it's not real fair and and that but it really isn't no or like when they're like oh can i talk to your boss or can i uh don't you have a uh, a tech to fix that or where's the guy or like there's lots of little comments and it, it sucks but it's a lot of times like I'm the tech. I'm the guy. That's usually what it is. Yeah. Don't you yeah. have a guy to fix this? Like, 
I mean, I could hire one, but I'm just as good. I'm right. certified. I went to Betson classes. I like, I've been in the industry like my whole life. Yes, with cranes, it's newer, but I'm good at like figuring it out and solving it. So yeah, yeah I'm, yeah. I am happy that things are hopefully changing. I still think that it's pretty prevalent. Um, uh, that's why I'm really happy I don't have any uh, auto parts stores anymore oh, because God. I got a lot of shit from. Oh, I can, uh, imagine. I can say that, but I got a lot of crap from uh, people working at them, and it was probably one of the hardest times in my vending career was doing all of those. And I'm really, really happy that I don't have that anymore. So it's like one of my advices to someone, like if you're having a hard manager to deal with or a hard owner, it's not worth it. If yeah. they give you yeah. so much crap and it's making your life terrible, get rid of it. There's so many other places. Like you want to, you want places that you can give good service to. And if you are constantly avoiding going into places, like I have places that I still do that. So I can't say I'm perfect. In right. that aspect, right. but pull it. It's it's not worth it. Yeah. Like yeah. you can make more money with that a piece of equipment at a place that is happy to have you come in and take care of it and enjoy it. Like <laughs> a great example, there was this lady that my dad had a uh, one of the first places that I started helping him with. I had to wear headphones when I went in there. Because I could not handle this lady. She was so rude. And I. Few times. Wanted to give, give her a piece of my mind. And she just. Just went rude rude rude. She put in a. Um, a U-turn machine. And then told my dad he had to take out gum. But she put the gum. In a U-turn machine that had a candy wheel. <laughs> um, but and she did all kinds of. She would. Like, grab money out of the, um, when we were, we had to count our money in front of her. She would grab money out of it after we'd all get, already given her her money and try to grab more money. And, um, and my dad's like, that's not how it works. Like, yeah. When you yeah. sell a taco, like, you don't, the customer doesn't like reach back and grab their money back after they get their taco. Right. But anyway, so for my birthday, we got to pull the locate. We got to pull the machine out of it. That's awesome. And awesome. that was like the best because I was. Like, I love your dad. Oh, he's so dad. awesome. And he's like, "Do you feel like pulling it today?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah really." <laughs> it's like, uh, it was like a week before my birthday. I was like, "That's like the best birthday present ever because That's I don't awesome. ever have to deal with this lady again." Yeah, so, we only yeah, had my, one. We only my had one good advice one. would be, don't let. Don't let someone dictate your business. Like, yes, you are in their business and you should give them good customer service. You should be polite. You should respect the other vendors in the place. I think that there needs to be more decorum in our industry. But, like, don't stand for people's BS. Yeah. Owners 100%. especially. Right. Well, and another thing you touched on in your in your um, best and worst was was the fact of a management company. And I've heard several horror stories from people of, you know, getting involved with those types of companies. So if, you, if you're thinking about doing that to get into 
better locations like maybe a Denny's or, you know, something like that. Be very careful about getting involved with those companies in the contracts. And I'll say that's about all I'm going to say on that. It's just don't do that unless you have to. That's just, just your due diligence. Right. That's right. I mean, there's so many places out there. I mean, it works for some people. If you want to get into some really great spots, it can be one of the best things you could ever do. Um, but just make sure that the contract that you are signing, you are okay with fulfilling. Yep. And make sure it's in writing. Don't let them right. say that things are on it that aren't listed <laughs> on your agreement. Right. <clears throat> yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, yeah. Out of, so, out of, so you kind of said that you, you love doing bulk. So out of, you, you said that was your favorite. So what, what do you think your favorite product, I guess, would be of your bulk that you sell? Um, I would say flat vending. I love the junk food. Um, that's, I, I love it because it's making me the most money right now. Really? Really? So more than tattoos. Yeah. The junk food is where it's at. Really? Really? So yeah. that's weird because where we're at, because we have, you know, the sticker machines we got from Candy Machines. We got the three, the Rhino, you know, three, three bay machines. And we have junk food, uh, Pokemon cards, and those ice tattoos in, in our machine. And for some reason, the ice tattoos and the Pokemon cards seem to do the best. But the junk food doesn't do as good as those. So but I guess that's just ice, what The ice used to be really popular around here. And it got uh, a lot of vendors were using it. So I think that because of that, the junk food is killing it. New. And so is New. the crypto. Um, I wish... Vending supply was still around, um, but I really liked BSI's um, Dragons. Ooh, I bet those would be that, cool. The, my last order from them, just I wish I had more of it um, because every place I go to that still has it is like this much left or it's gone. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. But, the, but Flatline is selling their Ultra Classic. Um, and that's always a good seller for me. So what are those? What's the ultra classic? I don't know that one. So, um, the, when I used to buy it from Leanne, it was just like kind of retro-y, uh, tattoos, but they look like real tattoos. And I think that is a key when doing the tattoos is that you get stuff that, mimics so that kids can be like oh my mom has a tattoo like that oh yeah you know, like oh, yeah. so, so it mimics reality or you know the real thing um that's why i think that line art tattoo by flatline we'll see how it does this next collection but i was excited about it because i think that it's similar to the ultra classic and that girls will be like oh that's that's like a popular style right now like right i'm gonna do that so we'll, well see. I think I'm gonna try those two then because I, I I didn't know about the Ultra Classic and I didn't know about the line art. So we're we're getting ready so, to order something else. So so Flatline has their version of the Ultra Classic and then they have uh the VSI's one they bought from them, I guess. 
Okay. Um, and both are really good. Um, nice. But nice. I I really like the VSI one that they're oh. selling. That's cool because we're you know we, we and ran I don't out know of if you do this or not, but uh, make sure you flip your displays. So like every time you go there, flip your display. No, that's smart. We have not done that. Yeah, so it just like it makes it seem like you're putting something else in, but you're not actually putting something else in. Um, and you most of yours are kind of like the A and A sticker where you pull out the yeah the thing, yeah. so it makes it easy to do. Um, a lot of the pinnacles where you have to unscrew the top things, it's yeah. a pain in the butt, yeah. so I don't even bother. No, mine's easy. Mine, mine once. I mean, you just you just pull yeah. it, pull it off. And so every time, off every time, just flip your display. Or if you have an old version of the display, um, put that in, and you'll. I, I mean, I love you, Jen. You're the best. You're like you're so smart. Like it's just so cool. Like I mean, you have all you, you know so much. It's just it's like a big bag of knowledge. Just, I love it. So. What is your best what location your best that you have? So my be the one best you like location the best is now my best location is now one of my not so great locations. The pandemic really killed it, uh -oh. um, but it used to be a pizza parlor in a small town, and I'd have to spend like six hours servicing that. Um, but now we do it in like three, so. How many machines are in there? A lot. Uh, <laughs> and they're, um, they're Tomies, so they take longer to do. Yeah, the money can just be pulled out and dumped, but they take forever to fill, yeah. especially when you have to fill every single one. Um, but, yeah, that's probably my, was my best location. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and I just added a crane to it, and I got a service call for it today. It was giving out a hundred. It had a hundred and twenty-two uh, credits that just kept just dinging in. It's one of the new little mini or little winners from pipeline. So I have to figure out what's going on with that. But it sounds like it sounds to me like it's a wire. It's a wire. Yeah, I I don't know what's going on. You know, like how because that, that happened like once we were we were installing NIAC on one of our machines and I. One of the wires one that the they wires had that they put on there, something was there, loose or something, loose and it was something touching. touching. And so every time it was touching every something, it was like, ding, 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 and it was giving it credits. And I'm like, what is going on? And so come, I found out where it was, it was bare or whatever, but it was just, I think it was one they cut off that they figured they weren't using, and they just left it. But it had still had the wire sticking out of it, and it was just touching the metal, and it was giving it credits. And I'm like, well, thank God I noticed that before I dropped it off. And yeah. So maybe bump it or tilt it a little bit, and then all of a sudden it was just sitting there touching and giving people free plays. But I don't know. Yeah, that could be wrong. Hour, Mike's three play. hours away, so I'm gonna. Oh no. Next Monday, he what he did was he unplugged it and turned it around. Okay. So he's like, yeah, they got a lot of free toys. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> eh, whatever. It it happens sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you see as the next big thing in vending, or what do you think is trending right now? Um, so the prize locker, the magic key that you love, 
Um, I I do think that that is a really good option uh, for a vendor. Yeah. Um, because I subscribe to with bulk like capacity. Well, it's not my theory. It's Kevin Shambaugh, who is up in Washington, who I've always looked up to. He's like capacity, 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 and it also location, location, location. But capacity is one of bulk vendors biggest like pluses that you can put it in there you could let it sit for six months and and then come back and just get your money um but i think with cranes i love the minis but i don't think it has enough capacity and i hate going every two weeks or every three weeks to a location i want like i have too many places that i I can't go there all the time. I need it to be at least once a month. Be better if it was every three months, but uh, that's never going to happen. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I just think that the magic key is the closest thing to being able to do that, unless you're taking a normal crane and and putting ducks and different things like that. Right. right. I just think the I fact. Don't... I just think the fact. I like. There's so much stuff out there when we went to the show that I saw, and that was the one thing. I mean, we got some, we bought some galaxies which we love, and Amelia's so in love with the galaxies, and and because I, she hasn't seen a magic key in person yet. You know, she hasn't seen one show up yet because they're coming. But to have a machine that you could either put in eggs, you could put in ducks, you could put in big stuff, small stuff. You know, like medium to small, whatever you want to put in the machine, you can put in there. And then down below is a whole nother feature that gives you three or four more options. Or if you take out one of the other things, you can have five different prizes down there. And so you get like the best of both worlds of having a whole five tier prize locker next to your machine. And it's all built into it. And it has a crane on top of it. You know what I mean? Like it's something that. I wish instead of the I, the prize lockers are a huge draw. Yeah. But something as a bulk vendor, I wish someone would do, and I've told a couple people that are manufacturers this. Can you put a change machine down below? Yeah. Couldn't you use that extra space and just help us out a little bit so that we aren't having to have a change machine bolted to a wall? It could be on a crane. We could bolt the crane to the wall or hook it to something. <laughs> but like. Why have it take up more space? Yeah. If there is that room. Let's put a change machine in there and maybe one prize locker. Right. Well, and um, Kevin's got that new thing coming out where, you know, it's going to have the bulk machine with it, with the actually can use an IAX reader and stuff. So that's, it's starting. I think we're starting to get there, you know? Yeah. But like we, like at Logan's, for example, like they go through so much money in that place with our machines that they're asking us for a change machine. But, we offer three different we ways to pay on all of our machines, except for, you know, of course, the poke, the Pokeball and the or any of the bulk stuff that doesn't. But so we, we, we really don't want to go buy a $2,000, you know, money machine to so put in there. something you might consider um, if you can get like a used small one, but instead of offering it to the public to use the change machine, put it behind the counter and having it so that like the hostess could like slip a dollar in there or five dollars. Um, because I have almost lost locations because people broke the window to try to steal the change machine. 
Yeah. Like they'll yeah. be in there to steal the the ATM, but they also try to steal my change machine. I had one where I actually had it uh, using like a bike cable. It wasn't just one of the skinnier cables. It was an actual thick one. Yeah. And I got halfway through it and gave up because he heard police sirens. But um, I almost lost the location because they were like, well, that adds to the, yeah. the yeah. idea that there's a lot of money in here to steal. And it's like, that probably had 300 bucks in it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the thing that holds the change is worth $500. Um, well, now what they do is they've asked Amelia when she's done collecting, she goes over to the counter with the manager and they sit there and they count out and she changes out change for 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 dollars for with him. Um, and so, so then you should you should look into um, if your bank will sell you rolls or if they'll give you rolls so that you can just weigh your quarters and then be done with those ones and then just quickly give them rolls. Like I, I have a machine that rolls all my quarters, and then seals it. Yeah, those. Uh, are I know so you're weird. trying not to do as much quarters, but like that, I have to do that. Like e- almost every place I go to, they want quarters because yeah. uh, Chase is really limited on quarters in Oregon, um, and my dad takes stuff to Wells Fargo, and they are just like so overjoyed when he brings stuff in. Yeah. Yeah, and now they're yeah. starting to charge their merchants. They're starting to charge them a dollar for every roll. Wow. wow. I mean, that's crazy to me. Yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, if you want to get it, I mean, you could charge people 25 cents and they're still saving money. Yeah. Um, but something to maybe consider is getting them pre-roll. It'll, It'll speed up your service a lot too. So Wells Fargo, we have to actually, Natalie actually has an appointment to go, and um, she gets back. She's gonna go and um, because there's they sell those. I think it's Accu something that I know Matt has one and David has one, and basically you just dump the quarters in it and it weighs them and tells you how much there. So they'll take bags of quarters at Wells Fargo now if we sign up for some yeah. special thing on our account. And yeah. I guess it's just they'll take just, up to five. It'll be five hundred dollar bags. That's what it is. They that's said five hundred dollar bags because I just counted. I we got back from getting three three locations last night, and I counted six hundred and something dollars in quarters. I had to roll, and I just have my like, you know, my really crappy roller or my you know royal sovereign you know thing, and then I got to roll them. And I used to have one of those. Yeah, that's what that's yeah. what we have. I'll hook if you want if you want a good one. There's a guy uh, that sells used ones. Just let me know and I can. He I got my whole system for like four hundred bucks. Yeah, because at the show we saw what's the name of the. It starts with a K, right? Clock. Clock. Yeah, we went they to their. Great, great equipment. Oh my god, it was amazing. But it's very expensive. Yeah, it was pricey. But it's an investment <laughs> in your time. Right. It really is. Right. And that's another thing that, like, you asked, like, what what, what have you learned or what, like, something that you wish you could go back on um, when we talked about this earlier. But uh, I wish that I would have bought myself a good roller a lot earlier. Yeah. I wish I had the one like Kevin. I really want one like his. I don't know if you've ever seen his video on his roller. Um but he has one that it seals it and 
but there's a couple vendors that have them. But they are from Glory, and they start at about four thousand dollars. Ooh, that's used. like the ones. Like... Mm. Yeah, the new ones are nine thousand. Jeez. Yeah. But like. But. But, like... but you could plug it into your car, and you could have it just spitting out rolls. Uh, but with those, you have to sort the quarters first. Well, we don't really get anything in our machines but quarters. So, I mean, every now and then, That's randomly, true. I mean. Well, your the, your Pokeball one can get other things. That's the only yeah. machine that you have yeah. that would get. Well, your candy ones, too. Yeah. Yeah. So those would be different. So but, be like, different. I mean, with our, our claw machines and everything, I mean, it just goes right through if they're not, you know, if it's not the right thing. And so we we're pretty, we're, you know. You know, I think, I mean, we could definitely use it. We're starting to get to the point where we're going through so many quarters. I could definitely see that. So, so, so here's my, the, here's, here's, for just a second. Here, let me okay. grab my, okay. oh God, it's too heavy. <laughs> Don't break your back. Don't break your back. This was this month's broken mech fund. Dang. So anytime that a non-quarter goes through, it goes in, it shoots it out the side and I put it into this jar and then I take it to the one, uh, one of the bank, one of my credit unions takes, they have a change machine. So that's where this goes. Nice. But that's like a bulk vendor. They get lots of non-quarters. That's cool. Cool. Yeah, I know that Wells Fargo really appreciates yeah. when free we money. Appreciate yeah. yeah, it's cool. So, um, so um, what? What? See, who are your favorite people to follow in the business, or who do you look up to, or who have you learned the most from in your career? Um, so I've been pretty lucky. I it's probably because I'm a female, and I'll acknowledge that. But I have been taken under a couple of people's wings. And they have spent hours upon hours, like, teaching me tips and tricks or how to fix something. And so I would say my biggest person that's, like, been a cheerleader for a really long time is Kevin Shambaugh, who's up in Washington. Uh, Rick um, Kikorian. Um, yeah. I really look up to him. I think he has a really cool business model. Um, he has a store and then he also, um, has routes. He's just a um, cool guy, you know, he is, and he's a lot of fun <laughs> to talk to. Yeah. Um, and that's Rick's vending for those like three times this week. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he helps so many people out. He has mm -hmm. a vendor that is hurt right now and he's down in LA area helping him. That's awesome. Um, and then who else? So there's a couple people that aren't a part of the NBVA, but they're in my area. Um, so one guy I actually saw today, I sit and talk to him for like hours. It's sometimes hard to get away with, get away from him, but he is, I wish that he would do YouTube videos because the amount of knowledge he has, his name's Tim and he, he's been doing this for I don't know, 30, 40 years. Wow. And I'm slowly buying out his routes. Oh, cool. Um, cool. And he's just a really cool guy. And so I'd say that 
he has helped me the most um, in my area. And then my dad. Yeah. 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 You got pretty pretty lucky lucky with that one. Yeah. Um, I did read a few books uh, when I first started on my own. It kind of helped learn what parts can go with what machines for bulk. Um, But I, other than that, mostly just like people around me. That's cool. And then uh, Kim Nygar, who's in Denver. I, I think having a really good support system, like you've built a really great support system with doing um your talks every week and then having the discord like having other vendors that you can call to ask questions or bounce ideas off or just commiserate because people that aren't in the industry don't understand the weird crap that we have to deal with (laughs) and it's like no other business business. yeah and kim nygar is like my go-to on anything like I got a bitch about it or like I found something cool or yeah. just anything like that. Well, you've been a and huge I'm really help hoping to us. That, that. that Dan Platt and Kevin do a seminar this next year. Just putting it out into the universe. I'm hoping they yeah. do one because they did one you, like uh, you might run for president this year in the NBBA. That'd be pretty sweet. Um, I don't know if I'm eligible this year or not, oh. but oh. I mean, you could, you could try to nominate me. Heck I mean, yeah, I will. Yeah, you'd be an awesome president. That'd be so cool. Oh, thank so you. God. Well, just the amount that you've helped us, and I and I think that, you know, when I was sitting at MBVA and like in between all the seminars and everything else, I was on the Discord, and we love helping people, and that's the one thing that, and especially Amelia loves helping other kids, and and I love helping people from like because we haven't been doing it that long, so like a lot of the mistakes, you know, what you would think. Maybe because I'm old and I forget things, but like my mistakes are still fresh. You know what I mean? Like I I can remember that that just happened to me like six months ago. So I feel like people's pain, you know, I'm like, oh God, I was just there. So like for me, it's nice that I can help the people, you know, make it easier for what I went through. And it's just your help and everybody's help. I mean, I think that's one thing that's great about this industry is that everybody's been helpful to us. And we you know, and we try to give back yeah, as much as we can just because it is. It's a lot of fun and it's like you want people to succeed and we don't really we're not the kind of people that we're competitive or anything like that. Like I don't you know, I don't worry about people stealing our routes and all these other things. It's like, you know, we do a really good job of what we do, we think, and we don't think that we would lose it. And if we did, then they can have it. You know what I mean? Like they didn't want to be with us, we want to be with them. Just like you said earlier, like if you have a crappy location, then get rid of it. You know, like we'll move on to something else. So I don't know. We're really we're really doing well. I mean there there is the like there is a lot of competition out there, so it can get kind of cutthroat. But I do think the industry is changing in that it used to be a lot more secretive. Yeah. Um, and I I don't think that that's a bad thing that it was secretive because yeah. there was a community yeah. that helped people. But I feel like it was a lot less available for like people to just jump into the industry like it is now. Right. Um, but I also think that's partially because a lot of people that have run routes for years, their kids just aren't interested in doing it. And so it's opened up the field for a lot of people to get in there. But yeah. Um, yeah. I do think that 
there are pluses and minuses to that because like in my area it's hard for me to put cranes out um because there was a gentleman that put cranes out and no one ever won oh and he would put plush that was too big for the claw to even pick up yeah and so there's this mentality that those things are a ripoff and it's like no like you you have to have the strength so that it can pick something up and win and winners build or winners bring winners like you want repeat customers but anyways that's another tangent but well, like David, David taught us that from the very beginning. He was one of the first ones that told me. I think he's the one that told me in the beginning. He said, he goes, winners bring players, players bring winners. You know, the more they win, the more they play. So, like, make sure you're not, you know, doing one in 20. Like, make sure you're doing your, your settings so that they win. And then other people see them win or they go back because they won before. And maybe they don't win the second time, but they don't feel as bad about it. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, be smart, you know. So we learned that in the beginning. Well, making, too. making sure that your margins are okay so that you can do that. Buy yeah. buy enough quantity so it's cheap enough and just make it work. Yeah, 